I feel personally deep down that there's just not enough podcasts in the world. <laughs> I feel like we need more podcasts. <laughs> okay, jokes aside, um, there's like a lot of podcasts, but I just think everyone's opinion is just amazing and everyone's story brings so much to the table and and people's stories have helped me transform my own story and just it's just so good to hear other people's transformation and you know what they get out of life and so here's mine right why not get mine out there <clears throat> again for the third time <clears throat> Why I say three times? Because the first time I tried it on another channel, but it just didn't feel right to have like, you know, a million different contents on one channel. And the second time I tried streaming online and like turning my online stream into like a podcast and that didn't work out because of... Ugh. I just ended up like not being able to focus too much because... Um, <laughs> people being live and expressing your opinion is like sort of hard um and i didn't want to put out like the final video and have people go like oh okay yeah the idea is cut now and she's talking to people okay mm. so that's why it's the third time so welcome um a little bit about me i am not used to talking about who I am or what I do just because that shit changes like every day not necessarily my core essence but just you know I I, I never I guess in, in opening up and telling you that um, I am in a way telling you a bit about myself I guess that's where I want to take this intro video to just talk about what the podcast would be about and a bit about me a bit about what i'm going through and what i've been going through for three years which like a lot of you watching this podcast are going through and i'm hugging you so much because yeah it takes like spiritual warriors you know it's not for nothing that they're gonna use that word out there spiritual warriors and you're like yeah i'm a spiritual warrior <laughs> look at me and my horse and my armor the accent comes out naturally and you will see that in future episodes that sometimes it makes an apparition very abruptly <laughs> um boop. um yeah so talking about spiritual warriors i have been on that awakening path for three years almost officially three years and yeah, it has been a ride. And for me, I guess my purpose, ultimately, because comes a time where you see how your core wounds um, lead you to your purpose. And I found that my purpose is to... It's, it's kind of like in different parts, right? Like a purpose evolves. And my primary purpose was to kind of deal with some wounds wounds around um and that would be what i'm gonna talk about in a podcast just like how i transformed them how the insights came to be and what i learned and just making giving you like a good story about that sharing my vibes my codes and 
and uh, hopefully that the story, the codes, the vibes, the laughs helps you through your own. But uh, yeah, basically part of my purpose was to heal wounds like um, powerlessness, um, loss of direction, a lot of that, scatteredness, um, disbelief in myself, actually finding the self was a huge part of my purpose um you know how to empower yourself how to believe in yourself how to heal narcissism and emotional abuse and neglect and abandonment um just all relatively very underlying patterns really um when i first woke up spiritually when I first woke up, okay, like when my third eye opened, um, I had no idea who I was. I guess I was always hiding behind masks. And you keep hearing that, like, oh, I was hiding behind a mask, but yo, it's real. Like, it's real. The masks you put on is, they're so real. And I was hiding behind so much numbness and disconnection from myself and my emotions and what I wanted. And um, I just didn't know how to go after what, what I wanted because I didn't know what I wanted. Um, it... it I didn't know you could go after what you wanted, that you're worthy of it. Like, what? <clears throat> you start binge-watching all these videos like, find your purpose, um, align with your true soul blueprint. Suffice to say, when you wake up and all that information, like, happens to you literally because that's how it feels like it happens to you there's just like too much information plus if you have a seven in your numerology chart i mean you are a seeker and probably do it sometimes to your own destruction like you i would get stuck in like the loop of thinking the bad side of mercury um too much air in the mind it's just analyzing and too much but so much that I found comfort in being up in my head rather than starting to do or embodying just being present in the moment being present in my life and taking action and partaking in the co-creation of my life on earth and still to this day what's interesting is you know you realize more and more about just the depth of how disconnected you really were or still are just because from the moment you wake up up until now up until forever well, hopefully, you know, that there's a certain point where you will heal a pattern. Like, the pattern will be healed and will never come back into your life. But so as long as it comes back for healing, then there's 
a deeper aspect of you know the trauma or what the reason the reason why this pattern even happened in your life there's a deeper level of this that you are ready to like uncover and work on and that only happens like you know the more you work on stuff and you heal stuff and you embody more light the more light you embody the more darkness will come out because you made space for even more light to happen so it's it's this wonderful cycle of like peeling layers until you get to the core traumatic experience and I guess what I want to share about that which is interesting about me is that I numbed so much of my emotions so I'm what we all probably relate to as being an empath or sensitive or like an energy sensitive person which you know to a certain extent I wonder if that's just like too sensitive like am I born overly sensitive to heal some of this sensitivity because of a past trauma that made me sensitive um, and not like on all these levels because there's a difference between sensitive and um, just sensitive and sensitive like sensitive like and sensitive like I'm sure you got it okay I'm sure you got it um so I'm right now I'm making I'm trying to make the difference between like where in my life am I like you know like none of that this is traumatizing for me this is too much for me versus where am I able to discern this the the energetic subtleties but I numbed because you know you're born into a a place an environment a a family where where a lot of your sensitivities were not respected and were not like welcomed um and and you just big begin this wonderful path of you know you got to start healing why you're reacting to certain people and situations and why your emotions are so intense literally very intense so i am an empath i know i'm rambling it's just gonna be like that all podcast long um all the episodes are probably gonna be rambled um we i'm recording this on the 11th of november so 11 11 there has been some really intense energies calling me to rest or calling me to do things that get me to pour some of that like restlessness in um so if my mind is scattered it's because there's some scatteredness happening today um so empath right very sensitive to energy which is something i've been learning how to respect and honor and place boundaries around and protect myself and not that not that you need protection because like the world is like an evil place out there to attack you but but just rather like boundaries 
you know, boundaries. Like, if you're not feeling a person's energy, respect that, right? Or if you're feeling the energies of a place, respect that. You know, if you feel like you've outgrown a place like I did, respect that. So things like that, that I will be diving more and more. Um, so more about myself. I'm a very extremely artistic person and I value beauty um, in what I see, my environments, and just just anything. Like I see beauty in anything from like the, the face of a person, the silhouette of a person, the artwork that you look at, the landscapes, the the aesthetics of a room um, because beauty for me is like an ideal um, flow of energy um, not sure how else to explain it but when you look at something beautiful it makes you vibrate really high um, so your vibe raises and um, I bet you there's some activation happening in your energetic field because of the codes that this beauty is providing you from the rays coming through the colors, from the composition that's pleasing and soothing. It's literally as though you're looking at a, um, a fractal, literally a fractal from the divine and you're receiving a code so beauty is of utmost value um, not only beauty but combined with um, functionality so I'm like a very function oriented person like I'm not gonna buy something if it doesn't have function and looks good um, and that's something I recently learned is Okay, I like beautiful things, but I'm I'm currently living in a smaller space than I would like. Um, so I had to like just have the essential. And that taught me so much. Like when I'm gonna get a bigger place, um, strict minimum, literally strict minimum for maximal energetic flow for um, not maximal, but like, and not ultimate, but just a better energetic flow, you know? So, yeah, those are my values. Beauty, functionality, art, just self-expression, basically, is very important to me. And I'll, I'll be using this podcast to show you guys what I do sometimes, you know, and share the codes with you and... Actually, um, I'm going to share something, so how would you hold on a bit? I'm sharing it because it just so happens to be the colors of the shirt that I'm wearing. So um, this is like the most recent tableau I made. I call them tableau because I don't know. Um, I can't go backwards more but it's on a canvas okay and I usually prep the canvasio maybe it's better on the side actually it's a lot better a lot better see the colors yes um enjoy 
love and enjoy prosperity and safety and security and financial abundance from this. And love. I think I said love. Because what's written here is love in Arabic. I didn't create the calligraphy. Pretty sure if you type love Arabic calligraphy, you'll find exactly that word. So I kind of like took it from the internet. Not sure how I feel about that. I should probably make my own calligraphy, but thank you to the person who created that custom vector somewhere. Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna let you soak it in a little bit. And uh, the texture, because this is actually textured, like I prep it with gesso and then I create my own wood texture. And this is the first one that I create with like light wood. I usually like um, dark wood. And I was just really inspired for this one to make like a clearer wood. So yeah, and I use clearly artificial flowers um, just because, what do you want me to put? real flowers on canvas I can't um, <laughs> yeah love me some flores some flowers they're beautiful if you want a close-up um, yeah if you like ASMR I also do that um, and speaking of that, you can find my other channel where I share even more codes with you. Um, or something in my tooth. <laughs> Get it, girl. In the description box, you can find my other channel where I share um, even more videos. So if you like ASMR and you want to check out my ASMR, um, I love playing with my canvases. I So far I have like just one um, video with my canvases because they make such nice sounds. Um, and maybe not that one. Um, so you can go check that out and I will be releasing a new one um, very soon with like, actually probably this one. I'm not sure because I need to select some artwork. Um, yeah, so that's a bit about me. I'm not sure what else to share. I I am a content creator at heart. I've always been since I'm a child and, you know, part of my, another part of my purpose is to find confidence, to heal from self-doubt, from being my own worst critic. Um, healing from, you know, what people are going to think of me. And just being able to hold myself in my worst so that I can offer my best. And so, yeah. So if any of that resonates, if any of that parkour resonates, I'm going to be talking about that a lot more because I love sharing insights. Um, that's another thing that I love to do is to just tell you how it is. No lies. Because that's how I like to receive information. Like, just tell me the truth, okay? Even if it fucking hurts, because 
I'm going to find a way to deal with it. Um, even if I'm like overly emotional sometimes, and I might not be receiving truth very well all the time, um, but I just love it. I just love it and I love sharing it. And just a little parenthesis, not everybody can receive the truth. So if you're like me, um, I'm just going to share like a, a drop of wisdom right now. But if you're like me and you like to tell it how it is, trust me, there are some people that won't be ready for that. And you will attract a lot of um, adversity <laughs> your way. And you just have to stand strong in what you believe because people are not going to like it. And some of them will really show you that they don't like it. And some of these people are the people you thought were closest to you, really. Yeah. Um, so, that being said, um, that's just like a global intro. Um, I do want to talk about a bunch of topics um i don't know i don't know what to begin with i mean happy 11 11 and you know we just got out of the energies of like the new moon and halloween and like other astrological alignments and plus what's happening in the world like this is this yeah this is a you know i feel like i'm repeating just like a lot of videos out there but we're all feeling it we're all feeling it everyone's feeling it sometimes i don't understand just the extent to which people might be feeling this <laughs> but yeah sometimes i don't necessarily give myself enough uh credit for like actually going through this time and and staying sane really because i'm sure we're all like going through our own stuff but yeah so happy 11 11 new portal set your intentions i've set mine in like a very special way and i'm really happy about that um but yeah i'm gonna dive into something that has been so um just made me so happy to realize that and to be working on that which is grief to work through grief um, because i have been carrying grief for a huge part of my life grief on all levels literally um and i want to share with you something that i learned through a video that i watched literally actually is it yeah a video and also a movie which I should probably link that movie. Um, I'm thinking of creating like lists of movies um, that inspire me in like a specific topic or something um, that have helped me um, overcome certain things or solve like a problem in my life. Um, so I'm going to create this because so far I just have like two. So. I'm going to create a list with only two movies. Well, maybe I can. Maybe I should. I'm going to. But for now, the movie that helped me through grief is... 
I'm just writing link movie list to podcast so you guys can benefit or I'll create it. Um, the movie is called The Moon Goddess and it's a cartoon animation. I love cartoon animations. They are, for me, one of the most high vibe type of movies that you can ever find. It's so childlike. It's for children, okay? And I am like the child that never grew up or that healed herself so much that she found herself again. Um, but yeah, cartoon animation that taught me how to grieve, taught me how to let go. Um, because part of grief is like you have like different steps and la 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 and acceptance and denial and anger and rage and sadness and bargaining and I don't know. And then you have like letting go at the end. But uh, for me personally, like you learn, well, you don't learn how to, I didn't learn how to let go. Um, I guess I thought that grieving was just crying about it just continual crying and like in crying you're releasing which you are but somehow i would always find myself crying like a continual grief and i had identified with um with like the identity of the person who lost something yeah i had identified with this identity so much that um it was just hard for me to let go because i don't have that right so how do you let go right and in this movie what i learned is you know that it is hard because you don't have that thing anymore. You don't have the person. You don't have the situation. You don't have the house. You don't have the job. You don't have the person. I said person twice because it's important. And basically loss, losing something is a separation from like a part of yourself. You made that thing a part of yourself. That person, that situation, that object, that pet friend. Um, it became you. It became a part of you. Like you've... You know, and it's literally losing a part of yourself. Or so you think, right? So you think. But you are not your emotions. And you are not your attachments. You just are. So put one plus one together. And then you think about the four noble truths of Buddhism. You know, attachment is the root of suffering. How do you let go? You know, how do you let go? So there was a point in the movie, and I kind of don't want to spoil it, but where that truth gets revealed. Um, it was sort of like, it's okay to hurt. It's gonna hurt. You know, don't be afraid of feeling just how hurt you are. Because a lot of us, at least... I want to say in my culture, but I don't want to generalize, but I do come from a long line of people who don't know how to grieve, um, who just carry that grief as like a badge, like my mother, my father. And, um, and I'm, 
yeah, it becomes this like really huge weight in your life that you are that martyr, that victim, that lost. Um, so what you actually need to let go of is that that does not define you. That yes, you have lost something, but that doesn't mean you lost yourself. Yes, you have lost something, but that doesn't mean you should close your heart to love. Um, and a lot of us, if you're like me, when you lose something, there's like this intrinsic vow that you make that you will never open your heart again. You will never love anyone like you loved that person or um, the situation. Like, I will never receive another job like this one. It was my best job. Or I will never find an apartment so good. Or like that boyfriend was so good looking. I will never find someone. Or, you know, you remember the closeness you had to whatever you lost and you just make that vow like I'm not good enough for that thing to to come back you know because it hurts so much because it seems like you lost a part of yourself and so through that movie the key was to accept that pain and to hold that pain feel it and will come a time where like you've you've you you didn't run away from the pain, you dealt with the pain, and you're finally ready to ask yourself, well, to, to just go in this new direction of, okay, I went into hermit mode, I grieved. Okay, maybe I secluded myself, who knows how you grieve, but I'm ready to open my heart again. You know, I'm ready to give love to people. And that was like actually in the movie where the person says to the other person, because I'm not going to, you know, if you like these type of movies, you kind of really have to watch it because it's wonderful. Um, but person A says to person B, like, um, to truly let go, you got to love someone else. And not like, yeah, forget that you love them and just go love someone else. But it's more like, don't forget how to love because if you forget how to love you forget how to love yourself and you kind of put yourself in this identity where you don't deserve love um or you're shutting away love because of how painful it was for you how hurt you are and you become this like evil disney queen that never got the love she really wanted and now is hunting princesses that seem to have it all you know I really identified with like a lot of evil queens and it's honestly I understand I understand that if you don't know how to grieve and if you don't have the emotional support around you fuck man everybody will become that evil queen like it's just normal hurt people hurt people that's why people bully each other bully others you only bully someone because you feel like that person seems to have something you don't you know or reminds you of an aspect of you that you have repressed so much you know I was bullied and I also used to bully um but you know the chicken came before the egg and I was bullied first um just to be able to blame and point fingers kidding no um but what I learned from the bullies at school 
is that battery is low. <laughs> um, it's good because we know it's coming to an end. We know it's goodbye. It's on to the next one. What I learned from my... Oh, I'm not going to say my bullies. My bullies. <laughs> from bullies in school, from people who bullied, okay? No more labels. Is that they were just not allowed to, to be sensitive or be... Uh, just be confused or be lost or be whatever they saw in me. I don't know. Maybe they thought I was a loser and they were made to feel like a loser by their parents. And so they bullied me for some reason. And they, that made them feel better because it gave them like a sense of worth. And then I went on to bully people. I remember this girl, like, honestly, I'm in the process of like forgiving myself because I like, I abandoned the shit out of her. Um, and I can open up about that a little bit because I felt so much rage against her. Um, like, how could you be so... Um, just... She was more on, like, the feminine side. Not, like, <laughs> feminine, but more, like, just open and receptive and fragile. And 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 for me, I, I got to a point where I repressed so much that I became more um, defensive and aggressive and disconnected from my emotions. So disconnected, in fact, that I wouldn't feel that I'm causing somebody else pain. I wouldn't feel their pain. Matter of fact, the only way for me to feel good is to cause them pain by contrast. Um, and that would make me feel good. And it was like this weird um, consumption of vital force energy that was so toxic and so weird and so contortionated like in illusion you know, and that's where you are. You are so disconnected from your emotions. You're so disconnected from the very things that you needed, like love and comfort and acceptance, like deep fucking acceptance in all your truth and all your emotions and all your needs and wants and boundaries. All of that got so rejected or deflected or ignored or gaslighted or just not positively mirrored to you that you just shut down yourself in whatever way you decided how for me it was complete numbness it was um like instead of being accepted in my sadness or accepted in my emotions i would be told i needed to be strong or i needed to look uh further like from a higher perspective or you know and and I do now um but it doesn't come without like acknowledging what's happening right now and so I developed this numbness so much that I came to a point where I did not understand all the synchronicity I was getting in regards to like you're disconnected from your emotions you need to feel your emotions more your emotions are your compass you need to be more in touch with your intuition your emotions are your intuition your emotions are your abundance and it's like what what the fuck is all that synchronicity like 
I don't know. I thought I was pretty emotional and I thought I was feeling my emotions, but I don't understand how I can like dive deeper in this. And then I became aware of my numbness, of how I find ways subconsciously to numb myself, which I learned through behavioral patterns and probably, uh, you know, through morphogenetic and epigenetic uh, generational offerings from my ancestors and parents. But yeah, we have a very strong line of addiction in the family. And no, it's not like the aggressive addiction to like heroin or drugs and alcohol, but it's pretty similar actually. Um, but it's just like the lesser, more refined <laughs> addiction to food and thought patterns and cynicism and uh, bitterness and uh, narcissism and smoking um, food addictions and just addictions to certain behaviors and wait for it, addictions to emotions. Some of us were addicted to depression and to feeling bad for ourselves um yeah you can get addicted on what on the hormone that this emotion secretes in you so you just get like a hit actually literally a hit every time you feel that way because it reinforces what you already believe of yourself physically and mentally and it just like creates more karma at an energetic level and so yeah pretty much it and as soon as I put my finger on this numbness and I spent like I just I just wondered like okay numbness like what the fuck is numbness like what do you do with that what do you do with numbness what do you do about it you know like how um and I have this process where I sit with the emotion and I sit with it and really feel it and then I detach from it and then I you know, this whole process, but then I'm like, what do I do when I feel numb? Like, how, what is numbness? To me, I thought numbness was like the absence of emotion. Like, you just, there's no emotion. But to be honest with you, it's this like layer of something. Turns out numbness is something. Like, it's numbness. It's like, um, layer of butter on top of like a lot of fruits okay or like a lot of spices and because like you got the good and like the bad i'm not saying anything is bad like spice is good and fruits but like you got the sweet and you got the spicy right you got your elation and your bliss and your joy and your love and you got like the shame and the guilt depression and like all the anger and then right on top of all that sauce that you you keep you keep getting like the tip of the iceberg of these things because on top of the butter there's like little sprinkles of like fruit dried fruits and a little bit of spices and you're like oh i'm pretty emotional <laughs> but then you hit this like layer of butter it's fucking butter um and it's not like normal butter that sometimes kind of tastes good um I'm more on like the vegetarian side, like vegan slash vegetarian. I practice it, but I'm not like religious about it. But imagine like this like block of butter. You're like, ah, shit. What the fuck? <laughs> butter. You, 
okay, it's kind of confusing. You're like, well, I thought I was crying, and, and then there's just fucking butter. <laughs> Literally, sometimes I would be processing my emotions, and I would just hit a wall of nothing. I'm just like, <laughs> just, just like, like I got, you know, like those movies with, with like people who drug themselves and they're like going through like this emotional turmoil and whatever, and then they get a hit and they go like, <sighs> blank. And and that would just fucking amaze me. Honestly, it would amaze me because I'm like. What the fuck just happened? Why did this just happen to me? I don't understand. Um, yeah, if you see light like stopping every now and then, that I'm using my computer as my light. Um, yeah, I just didn't understand that. Turns out that was the numbness. Turns out that you can actually sit with that feeling of like and treat it as a feeling. Treat it as an emotion. Treat it as something. Sit with it. Identify what it feels like. Well, it feels like nothing. Okay, look at this nothing. Because it's not the nothing that you feel when you're in meditation. It's not the moment of silence between two thoughts. It's more like... Like a forced nothing. Like a... Try to do it. If you feel like you numb yourself, try to see where are you feeling this numbness and 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 you know does it have a shape does it have a color does is it telling you something um and try to sit with it you know and observe it and be with it and accept it and acknowledge it and know when you accept something it doesn't mean it's going to be here forever it means that you will create enough space for it and allow it to be and something magical will happen is that it starts to, to shift because suddenly it has enough room to move and it's like, ah, it was like this all its life. Ah, and then at some point you like created all that space, like ah, blah, 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 blah. And it becomes something different. So what I learned is that the more I sat with this numbness, the more I realized that I was able to feel more intense emotions, like rage, like anger, like I was finally, I finally learned how to grieve. Um, I was able to accept uh, more, more duality, like, you know, I, and I came to understand certain things like, you cannot truly love someone if you are still scared of losing them because to truly love is to be able to hold both the energy of love and the energy of loss which is it's kind of weird um love and grief um you cannot fully trust someone if you didn't know betrayal right or um and what i really mean by that is like to learn to fully trust and fully love is you got to be able to um, to to have enough confidence in yourself that you know that no matter what, you will have your back no matter what. And honestly, when you have done so much work on yourself and raised your vibe and healed certain patterns in your life, you're probably not going to need to lose people 
anymore, at least, you know, not like in a betrayal or abandonment way, because those patterns are gone, right? So now you have downloaded a new energetic relationship template by doing so. Um, and another thing that helped me tremendously in learning about grief and loss is one of Lior Alexandra's recent videos where she literally did like some sort of pick a card, but it was like pick a page in a book, a book called The Book of Light, I think, um, where she read the page. Um, for me, I selected the, the crystal that led to the page about grief and loss. And I'm sorry about the noises, but somebody's in the kitchen. But about grief and loss, um, I learned what the real gift of grief and loss was. Um, more like loss. And turns out you lose the things you are attached to because they give you a certain sense of safety or meaning or attachment or identity or some false love or false something that, you know, you need to reconnect with something inside of yourself your own truth your own emotions and so if i became so disconnected from my emotions i'm gonna attract vibrationally things into my life that will cause me to lose things so much that i'm facing grief in the face so that i accept to finally deal with my emotions right because if you're holding the energy of grief and loss and through numbness, you are unable to really access it, you're going to keep perpetually creating the same patterns in your life. And in the last years, I've, like, I lost a lot, whether people, like, friendships, or, you know, I, there was, like, a breakup, and I lost, well, I say lost, but it created loss, it's like I didn't have that anymore. Um, financial loss, job, um, apartment. So it just seemed like I just settled for less every time. And I perceived that to be loss in my life. Like I had that and I don't have it now and it's so unfair. And, and yeah, because I was holding that energetic signature of, oh, I you know, I lose things and I'm a loser and I lose and, and, and I, I overly identified with being the person who is at loss, right? I am at loss. Life is unfair. I keep losing, you know, life takes away from me. It's so unfair. So yeah, something in those lines, which was super intense. It was very intense in the most beautiful of ways. One more thing about me. My Scorpio is in Pluto. My Pluto is in Scorpio and it's like native house. And so transformation and death and rebirth feels really good to me. Um, even when it feels bad, I know in my deepest core that something is beautifully happening and, and I'm just always in awe at like the give and take of the universe because every time the universe takes seemingly there's something else behind it that you have no idea what the fuck it is i don't know what i'm getting from this but i already know that i feel so much more wisdomous 
Um, and, and like I acquired so much depth in me and I am feeling more comfortable in, oh, well, that appeared out of nowhere, right? Feeling more comfortable just being me and my emotions and accepting that, you know what? I will lose certain things in life, but I will always gain something. I might lose some people, but I will always have people, you know, like if if there are relationships that are falling out of your life and you're like, oh my God, this means that I'm all alone and I keep losing people. Um, you know, and if that pattern is gone, then people who leave your life, you're like more in a place of power because you're like, well, those relationships were not working out for me anymore. Instead of, you know, being like, oh my God, well, I know I got to get rid of this relationship, but then if I do, it means I'm alone and I have no friends. And that was me before. Um, and, Within a week, within a week, I can tell you that there has been six people in my life that fell out energetically, fell out, and and I have gained people. I have gained people, and and I cannot, you know, the thing is, I would rather have one person that I feel aligned with rather than 10 people around me for like the sake of feeling like I have a lot of friends that make me feel isolated because I cannot connect with them and I don't feel like I can fully express the depth of my emotions and the depth of my beings because I am my um I am my essence and my essence is quite intense like very la 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 expressive you know like I need to express myself in the deepest and in the lightest and you're gonna see that and I hope you enjoy it because it's gonna be a show thank you so much for watching and I hope you enjoyed that um I'm really excited to start this podcast again because I love sharing um yeah <laughs>